1: the candidate for people who think like Elon Musk is an actual genius. Yes.
2: He He's is fine? he is, the, he, is being rich. he is the Silicon Valley candidate. That's <laughs> like okay. Yes, yeah, fine. Yes.
0: All right, yeah. What is a genius anymore, Tom? I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah.
2: All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I do. I'm gonna I'm gonna focus this shit because we gotta we gotta get in. We gotta dig in. Are we gonna do two episodes tonight? We're we yeah. gonna do one episode. We're Whatever gonna do two. Whatever you guys want to do. All right. We're gonna, yeah, eight, we're gonna do two.
0: Eight. We gotta make it two tight hours.
2: We gotta make it two tight hours because then I gotta watch an hour and a half of Game of Thrones That's and right. get up and be functional tomorrow. Did either of huh? you
0: see Avengers?
2: No. Uh, no. Oh boy. Okay. Did oh, you, but did you, did you see it? I did. I did see okay, it. Okay. Well, let's not burn this up. Let's jump in. Give we're me a countdown. Recording.
0: All right. In three, two. And one.
2: From Chicago, this is Around Comics, the comic culture podcast, where each week, each month, each month, we talk about everything in and around the world of comics. I'm your host, Christopher Neisman, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Mr. Brian Salazar.
0: Hey, what's going on there, true believers?
2: Believers pulling out the stand.
0: Yeah. Hey, they are true believers. Celsius. I'm dead, but I still made $1.2
2: billion. Really? Ah, good for him. Well, we uh,
0: Avengers made $1.2 billion in the opening weekend, the largest. Holy, sh- holy shit, yeah. really? Yeah, the largest opening <laughs> of all time.
2: I knew it would be, but gee, we'll we'll come back to that in a second. Cause I I actually uh have some uh, uh good friends here in Milwaukee that work for the Marcus Theater System, and they had some apprehension just because of the runtime of the movie. That you know, I was like, oh, it's gonna be the biggest movie of all time. They're like, dude, it's three hours, yeah. so it didn't slow thing, though, anybody down. I saw like
1: articles where people were like, when's the best time to go to the bathroom during the Avengers? It's like <laughs> no. the
0: Avengers.
1: Isn't the first three hour movie, nor is it the first thing that's ever taken three hours to happen. It's like, do you just like piss well, your pants all the time?
0: Like my daughter did not drink anything. You
2: wear you don't miss anything.
0: My daughter did <laughs> not they drink know anything old, all day. There's
2: some old comic book fans there. I mean, there, there's going to be some depends needed. There's going to be large amounts of soda. I, I'm just, I saw those. I was like,
1: I mean, come on, it's. it's is this really like an issue or the, it's like one of those things where uh, people are like, oh, it's so long. I have to know the, if I have to go to the bathroom, when's the
2: right time to go to the bathroom? It's like, hey, it's, just there, it's so the, OK, so before I get into this uh, uh, and our and our uh, recurring um, uh, partner in crime, uh, Mr. Tom Caters. Hi, Tom.
1: Hi. Hi. I, when's the right time for me to go to the bathroom during this podcast? <laughs> now, right now.
2: There are I don't apps. want to miss anything. <laughs> there are apps out there that um, you can log into during the movie, and they will alert you as to the best time that where like nothing you know nothing of consequence happens, to where you have like three minutes to get up and go to the bathroom. That's just stupid. why didn't they? You know, I, I my wife went and saw uh, uh, *Gone with the Wind* about two months ago, they were doing a, a big, like oh, 70 milliliter. She six, didn't get six, spoiled. She didn't get spoiled by. God. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's a like Everything burns. 75 uh, <laughs> years later. garlic comes out stronger, but she went and she saw, uh, uh, the movie and it was the big 70 millimeter re-release of gone with the wind. And, and I told her, it's like, you know, there's going to be an intermission. And she was like, okay, that's great. Cause it's like a four hour movie. It's like, would it kill them for anything around three hours, about the hour and a half Mark to say, you know what? Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna have a five minute intermission here, you know, go to the bathroom. Uh,
0: it went by pretty quick. My daughter, um, uh, did not drink anything like, Three hours before time because she was concerned, That's but uh, and good, she did good, ha- she did have to go pretty good afterwards, but she made it and uh, it, it went by pretty fast. It's a pretty fast three hours.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not so much when people talk about like the infantilized, like uh, sort of like adults being treated like children. I, it's not so much the the comic book movies. It's like the fact that there's adults that needs someone to plan when they have to go to the bathroom to avoid... <laughs> it's like, just go before the fucking movie starts like any adult does. Like, do you really need an app
2: to tell you... Like, how's an the alarm.
0: <laughs> someone please it's set like, an alarm so I know yeah. when
2: to piss. Don't go to a bar before it's you like, go to the movie. Or if you yeah. do, don't break the seal, you know? Or just go.
1: You're gonna see the movie like nine million
2: more times. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're probably, probably going to see okay. it 50 times yeah, over the weekend. It's going to be fun.
2: So, yeah. so, so I, over under on at times that Pat Loika sees this movie. Oh Jesus! I
0: well, I have to say, I mean, not to 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 get into any kind of review of it, but I absolutely loved it. I thought
2: okay, okay, they, you're 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 happy with it. You're I thought
0: good, they killed good? it. I thought they absolutely killed it. It was everything I could have wanted to sort of wrap up 10 years of movies. And I thought they did a great job. There was so much going on, but there was also just like tons of emotion and great moments for each character. Awesome. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Could not ask for anything more. So I think Pat will probably go see it at least 15 times. Cause he oh, is, uh,
2: 50, I, mean, 50. I he I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting the over at 75. <laughs>
0: I don't know if he's gonna if he gonna afford that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you know, speaking of of, of spoilers and big events, I, I want I want listeners out there to know the level of dedication and sacrifice that that this show goes through, because as we record, uh, oh. Ga- Game of Thrones oh, is yeah. on right now. I'm watching it
0: as we're, I'm, I'm, it's on li- <laughs> no,
2: I'm, I'm You can do that, live
1: vlogging oh. it. I'm live vlogging. Wow. <laughs> <it>.
0: yeah. <laughs> I, you know, Hold
1: let's, it, mm-hmm. no, continue. I was going to say, one thing, that, uh, the, all this discussion about spoilers and the Avengers, it reminds me of a, uh, an, Article I saw a friend of mine retweet this week. That's from uh, I'm looking it up right now from the University of California, where they did a study where uh, about spoilers, about <laughs> whether or not knowing the ending of a story affects how much you enjoy it. And it's I'll send this to you guys. I, I think I retweeted okay. it on my Twitter. Uh, but in almost every case, spoilers made uh, people enjoyed the stories more knowing the spoilers at the end. Really? Yes. And they did a bunch of different approaches to it. You know, like they did, uh, you can read the whole article, but they, you know, they would tell, they'd let people read a short story or like a, like a, almost like a Twilight Zone-esque story where like the ending was spoiled or they told famous stories where the ending was spoiled or they like did all these different ways of like, how does knowing the end of a story affect like your actual enjoyment of the story. And they found that in almost all cases, people liked the story more. And the example they give in it is that uh, spoilers for the uh, usual suspects, but if you if you know if you know <laughs> that spoiler, Kevin
2: Spacey. It's, it's fucking 20 yeah, years old.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you know that Kevin Spacey's Kaiser Soze, you actually enjoy the story more because you're more focused on what the uh, director and everyone's doing to create that story. So like you're watching it and you're not spending the time trying to like cognitively like solve the mystery, right? Like you're spending more time enjoying like the plot and those the, you know, like the twists and turns of it. Uh, Which is interesting, right? You know, like we spend a lot of time like constantly being bombarded with don't share spoilers.
2: Don't say anything about the end.
1: What is a spoiler? Saying that you liked it is that a spoiler?
2: You know, like giving Sal any information. Sal has spoiled the Avengers for me. But, I know. I know that I may enjoy myself. Well, now. I mean, I'm since you got,
0: I mean, since that that study is, is, you know, saying that people like, you know, knowing the end, then you guys won't mind if I tell you that the Hulk fucks Thanos to death, and that's how the that's how it ends. But um, so you know, enjoy it, it, you know, enjoy the movie. No,
2: I I think I think it's interesting Tom because it, you you look at a lot of of properties out there and you know whether they're based on a graphic novel or a comic series or a novel or whatever a lot of people will go to a movie. It's like whenever they made 50 shades of gray, it's like all of the women flooding into that theater knew what was going to fucking happen. Yeah, and so well, well she's, she's, so like, I go, I go, it's great. You go Shakespeare. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I masturbate That's to Shakespeare.
0: everything you need to know about the two of you, I think.
1: Right yeah, I masturbate to Shakespeare, not the sort of tawdry modern stuff.
0: But I think it's an just, interesting idea because, you know, it, it, with, with a lot of what I've read about sort of storytelling and and, and keeping people interested in a story, the mystery is kind of what. Keeps people going, or, or you know, through a story. It's it's one of the ways to get someone to you know hook them and keep them going through a story is if there's mysteries involved. But that's more, uh, I guess, maybe for actual mystery stories or thrillers, yeah. Than than you know just any movie that happens to have some sort of thing. I don't understand. Spo- yeah. I, I don't. I've I've had things, te- you know, quote unquote, spoiled for me in the past. I don't know, not anything really big
2: but i don't think yeah. it's
0: ever really made an impact on my pleasure of the movie, you know,
2: oh, either way. You know, i i i think with movie, especially with movies because it's a it's a it's a contained like two-ish hour, you know, piece of work where if you see something for the first time and you have it revealed in real time like Usual Suspects or The Sixth Sense or something that has a reveal at the end, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. um You know, pick, you know, a dozen of them that that are like that. I think experiencing that reveal is really satisfying. And then that's what makes the rewatch even more satisfying is, oh, how can we figure out along the way, you know, that Bruce Willis is dead? Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. <laughs> you know, and, and so there are all sorts of clues and that kind of stuff. So, you know, I can see that people's aversion to spoilers is like I want to I want to enjoy something at, at, at you know, a how surprise. it's supposed to be enjoyed.
0: I mean, how it's, like, how it's supposed this to be how it, Yeah. And there's definitely but, but
2: here, here's my here's my frustration is when I go on to Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever. And it's like, don't spoil Avengers. And my response is get the fuck off social media for the next four days.
0: Yeah, I don't ever really find it that hard to stay away. I mean, I, I don't go looking for the stuff, and I just kind of yeah. don't pay attention to people talking about it. And even if I see something, I think half the time I think it's bullshit. Like, I actually was <laughs> spoiled uh, the day before Avengers. I happened to see – it It wasn't even a thread about the Avengers or about comic books or anything. It was about, It was about something else, and someone posted in there just to be a dick – because it was, all, it was like a popular uh, thread. I can't even remember what it was, but it was like, it might've been like MMA or something. I don't know. But but there are a lot of people responding and someone posted an Avengers spoiler and it was an actual spoiler. <laughs> but when I read it, I'm just like, that's that's yeah, yeah, that's just really <laughs> asshole right? Like it's not even, it has nothing to do with the Avengers. It's just like a popular Twitter th- yeah. thread that people are commenting on and oh, here's an Avenger. But I read it and I'm like, I didn't even think about it. I just was like, oh, okay. But it didn't, like, when the actual sp- sp- thing happened, it didn't, like, I still wasn't expecting yeah. it. I didn't, you know but, what I mean? And, and But there are things I think, there are moments in the film, you know, in Avengers Endgame that I think you will enjoy because you don't expect them. We, we do like th- to th- see th- things th- we things th- don't happen. expect.
2: Things happen.
0: Things happen. There are things, things that happen.
2: happen.
0: <laughs> things, well, as know, in Rocky you... Orange. Thi- oh, wait, that's I said too much.
1: <laughs> What's interesting say. is, though, I think like the idea of spoilers in and of itself, I feel is like an extremely modern thing. Like if you watch oh, old true. movie, tra- watch old movie trailers, you will be like, "Holy shit!" They showed everything in the movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like there, <laughs> there's
1: like no like that that filter that idea that like the the end-all be-all of your going to the movie is like you that the experience can be spoiled by knowing like a specific piece of info right so something so, that's so, become very like but I think it's part a very of that modern
0: is like people experience movies differently now yeah than they don't they don't sit through a movie you know uh, experiencing the the movie. They sit through a movie waiting for the the, the 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 little Easter egg at the end after the fucking credits. You know, and you can kinda of blame Marvel for that. It's like people are almost just waiting for the next moment, waiting for those little Easter eggs and not even experiencing the film, I think, is part of it, and and obviously the internet and and how we've yeah. changed and how we communicate just, with everything. But well,
2: that, I mean that 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 brings up another thing that you know just kind of goes into into popular culture and 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 that kind of stuff. What do you think about? I think we had even mentioned it on you know a, a month or two ago about uh, Steven Spielberg's stance that streaming services. Their movies unless in, in something is wide re, widely released on on big screens that it shouldn't be um, nominated or available for a nomination well here's for the thing. academy awards is, is well, that
0: here, here's the thing about that we talked about that on the last mm-hmm. episode or whatever, and the funny thing is that whole story's bullshit. He said that like years ago. And it oh, got
2: was it? it got oh. brought
0: up again, mm-hmm. but he didn't say anything about it again. It was a news site just like creating controversy with something that he said I don't know um, six years uh, ago.
2: I'm fucking shocked. Yeah. Okay,
0: so okay. there's yeah, a fake little
2: news, it's like, fake news, non-story, fake it's, news. A movie is a movie, and that's and we'll leave it there. Um, so hey, we're, we're gonna now
1: going to spoil Avengers.
2: But no. <laughs> you will enjoy it more you if you know what happens. You will go there, and you will fucking see it anyway.
0: One yeah. um, of the things, about, wait, before we move but, on, though, yeah. okay. real quick, real quick. I know you're, you're pushing us along, but just <laughs> going back to, like, the trailers you were talking about, Tom, it brought up something I remember. Do you guys remember the movie? It was a really terrible movie. Um, during that whole period of time where they were making spoof movies like airplane and top uh whatever flights airplane
2: is goddamn work of genius. No
0: airplane's brilliant but they made a bunch of them after that that were not so good. But there was one with Val Kilner where he was a spy during like Nazi Germany. It was called Top Secret.
2: Yeah. Oh love Top Secret.
0: The greatest uh maybe the greatest trailer ever, but Every good part of that movie is in the fucking trailer. <laughs> Everything, like yeah. there is not anything funny in the movie that is not in the trailer not in, for in that. In the trailer, at all. yeah. yeah. That, that was just something I it sparked my memory on. That I,
2: I so this is, and, and I'm not a, I'm not a Nazi about this stuff, but I still. They I have not. German. I don't watch. I don't watch movie trailers. I have not seen anything about Endgame. Like zero. No trailer. No, no. I don't even know who's in it. The Avengers. And I'm gonna. I'm going in fresh. I don't watch trailers. And it, because of that reason, I I want to. I want to. What come if you go to
1: another it. movie?
2: What if you go to I, a movie? Do you just like
1: close your walk eyes? Out?
0: No 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 no. I'm not watching. No, here, I'm not watching. <laughs>
2: All right, go- everybody, you can watch your little trailers. I don't go to that many movies. Um, Here's you know, the thing, I, Tom. I, I, when I, I go to I a thought- movie,
0: I don't watch the movie. That's how much I don't want to be spoiled
2: <laughs> by movies. No, no, I want to go an in an- fresh no, even no, after. I, I, I saw Captain Marvel, and it was fine. Um, we went over that. Um, but, no, I, I don't watch. I, yeah, I don't watch trailers. You know, I, I want to go in fresh. I'm, so I guess I'm anti-spoiler. <laughs> I
0: know. <don't>, that's fine. <laughs> okay. I, that's good.
1: Science. I think we're going to show you might enjoy it more if you let yourself get spoiled. Apparently, <laughs> you
2: need to send me the study, and I'll be like, well, maybe I'll watch the trailers. Maybe, it's, and, uh, maybe, maybe you should watch, watch the trailers. The level will go up exponentially. Yeah. yeah. Been uh, your...
0: I, think the, I think the study was done by some asshole who likes to post spoilers in Twitter feeds. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, you're going to like it more. Thomas. I'm doing you a favor. Yeah. yeah. comic <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah. Have you been reading any comic books?
1: Oh, God. Oh, yeah. uh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Is that what we're supposed <laughs> oh, to be doing? Yeah. Oh, no. I didn't realize... I... I think you. I didn't think we were gonna cover that. No, I've been reading. Um, yeah, I was recently reading uh, the Hip Hop Family Tree. Got that from think... the library.
2: Yeah. Ooh, I need to run upstairs to my bedroom and grab my copies. I keep them in so, my bedroom. I don't think it's yeah, necessary. Yeah, so, think... Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm not gonna quiz you or anything. <laughs> 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 is awesome, isn't he?
1: Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. They're they're really um, they're they're great because. I think like it makes me think of um not this is might seem like a tangent but it's not the baseball documentary by Ken Burns right mm-hmm. so great documentary covers years and years of stuff but there is a palpable difference when it goes from uh when all they have is still pictures and radio to when there's TV right and all of a sudden, you can see video of like players doing things, right? And you're like, oh, okay, this feels different now. Like a lot of hip hop documentaries, um, the problem is like, I feel like they always want to rush to the stuff where you can start seeing people doing things, right? So like, it's like, let's get to Run DMC because everyone knows Run DMC videos, and now we have, <laughs> we have things to look at, right? Like, it's hard. Stuff. Yeah, it's hard to like, it it can be hard to like capture the origin of something when you don't have like raw materials, right? Like you either don't have the people or you don't have footage of it or you don't, there were no pictures of it, right? So it's like sort of mysterious in a sense, like exactly how, you know, hip hop started. I mean, people know, but there's not the like raw material to make a documentary out of all the time, right? So when you watch, like, a hip-hop documentary, you'll see people talking about stuff, and maybe they'll have a picture of people, but it's, like, kind of divorced a little bit from it, you know? And it's like, okay, now we set it up. Now we go to the stuff that everyone is, like, oh, yes, that's Run DMC. They have their Adidas on, right? So it's, like, what's interesting about it is by doing it in, like, a comic form, it makes all of it as real as any other part of it, whether or not you have, like, the primary... Like raw material to make a documentary. It's like, no, this stuff is just as real as what happens later, yeah. and it's all, you know, created in the same format, and it's created in that sort of comic book vibe,
2: so it feels of the late '70s, early '80s, mm-hmm. and it, it just, creates a, it, it creates a cohesive story of the yeah. evolution of hip hop. Yeah, and it's a very, uh, you know, it it does a great job
1: of sort of bringing to life all the different like threads of hip hop culture from like graffiti to the music to like mm-hmm. what was happening in different parts of New York. And, you know, it tells it like a, it's like an origin story, right? And it's full of big characters and it's perfect for a comic book. So uh, I've been really enjoying it. It's been something I've been meaning to read. And uh, I always find the history of hip hop interesting. I feel like this is a really like one of my favorite ways anyone's ever approached like the origin of it, right?
2: It, has there has there been a better history of hip hop presented, either in you know documentary or audio form than than what Pisker has done with 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 the hip hop family family tree? I mean, it's amazing. It,
1: I think I think what he's definitely done is done a great job of the origin. Now, like once you get into later stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I do think there's been some really good documentaries about hip hop just because. So many of the people who it's such a relatively new art form, right?
2: So like a lot of the people that are involved not in, so much uh Tom, we're getting old and we're going back to really the seventies, you we know, need, so we're looking like it's, we're still, it, it's close to fifty fucking years now. Yeah, but you can still talk to Ice T or
1: like, you know, like <laughs> down. Well, yeah, you know, maybe true. they weren't there at the it's beginning. Beethoven.
2: Yeah, but, like,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, well, he was pretty
2: close to the beginning. Okay, so, yeah. You know, a lot of yes, those people yes. still when, no, when Notre Dame Cathedral burned down, there were not hip-hop tracks that were lost. You're, lost you're in correct. it.
1: And also, <laughs> the, 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 those guys have been interviewed so many times about so many things. There's so much, yeah. like, material from them talking about it, you know, that okay. it's yeah, sure. like a very – Uh, To me, like this was a really great way to cover sort of that, that beginning portion where there isn't all that material, you know, before uh, they were making hip hop records, right before there was hit records before, like sort of everyone knew what hip hop was, like covering that origin story. I've never seen anything really do as great of a job as this of like capturing all those different elements and making them feel real as opposed to like, this seems like it was in ancient times and yet it was only, <laughs> you know, two years before all of a sudden you're seeing uh, hip-hop music videos and stuff like that. You know, yeah. like that gap in, that, the, in between like, here's all this stuff that we see and here's the mysterious origins. Like it does a great job of like taking those mysterious origins and kind of laying them out in an interesting way.
2: I feel, I feel the same way about punk because it 's honestly about the same timeline is that you look at the at the the the, the punk movement also in New York at that time, which is what nineteen seventy five seventy six mm-hmm. and and the, then it starts to starts to erupt from there. And the, the whole hip-hop thing is coming out of New York at the same time. And so, yeah, it's, it's fairly current in that it's within our lifetime. Um, so huh. it's it, – but, but Pisker puts that spotlight on it and makes it feel, you know, definitely documentary style, but, but puts a, 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 a spotlight on it that makes it feel very current. I, I, and it looks beautiful it's yes. so fun. It's so fun to 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 read that both volumes of it and 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 flip back and say oh yeah I remember that track or more importantly I don't remember that I need to go and yeah. seek that out. Um if you if you listen to if you're a Spotify member there are actually some uh hip hop family tree um uh playlists on there that are really really cool. I look forward to listening to some of them. <laughs> to some of them. Because
1: there is the gap between when, um, you know, the rapping over a breakbeat was simply a thing to occupy space and there was <laughs> no thought behind what you were saying, right? It was just like, you know, and they kind of, co- he covers that, right? Like people were just kind of like coming up with silly rhymes, you know, like people didn't have the, the, no one had, like, started telling stories with it or whatever. There wasn't much So, more like, than that matter. stuff there. Yeah. So that <laughs> stuff is fun, but then after about, like, 20 minutes, you're kind of like, oh, God, I don't know if I can listen to anybody else talk about, you know, hip into the dipping, not stop. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, my God, please. Let's <laughs> so yeah,
2: fast forward a little bit. We hip, hip, <laughs> I'm going to run and grab <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah.
0: I it's would like, take oh, that over pretty much Anything that calls itself rap in this day and age, for the love of God, it is... I, I was never that big of a hip-hop or rap fan. I, I listened to some, but, you know, growing up, I was more, you know, rock, heavy metal, punk. And I would I would kill for anyone, uh, you know, to, to actually make fucking rap that wasn't just mumbly, garbage- fucking nonsense that is out there today because i don't know I'm, i sound like an old man but i am oh an old my man.
1: god yes you are, you are an old I man i am an old
0: man and my kids my it's daughter loud
2: yeah
1: can't Hurt even understand down. what he's saying
2: so okay so um um
1: is he I talking a, about the, Is he talking about purple drink i can't even <laughs> tell back in my day when a rapper would talk about codeine i knew it. you could understand what
0: do you
2: All right, so so while you guys were yammering, I had to run out to uh to what? the West Wing and uh, grab another book. The West um, Wing. <laughs> I <laughs> in our palatial Wisconsin estate. Um, I so to go on, so uh, Tom to go along with Hip Hop Family Tree, Volume One and Two, um, to kind of capture the time and like the essence of of New York. And in the late 1970s, there's an awesome book called Punk, The Best of Punk Magazine. And you can grab it on Amazon, whatever. And it's a collection of... The punk uh, fanzine that was coming out of New York in the late '70s, and it's it's I mean it's all of the all the players that you would figure it's you know it's it's Blondie and Talking Heads and even you know Police and uh, the Voidoids and it's 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 awesome it's it's a fantastic collection of of that fanzine Iggy Pop is is all over it it's awesome pick pick it up if you have a chance and it goes to find a you know to get an idea of and i didn't live in new york at that time but i what? think it's to, to yeah, i know it's amazing to get kind of a little snapshot of the music scene to go along with hip hop family tree get punk the uh the best of punk magazine it's awesome
0: Punk's you heard there. it from chris it's awesome
2: <laughs> it's awesome well i was in dude. new york in
0: 1978 and you were wasn't. Not. Punk was already dead.
2: You were not.
0: Oh, did you up. know where I was at?
2: You were you like know.
0: five. You don't know me. I was seven, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I lived in New York for eight months. Did you really? Not
2: that you know. I, I did know. not know that. <laughs> All right, Sal. Yes. What have you been perusing over the last month or so? Uh,
0: I don't know. Not uh, not a lot. I honestly this month has gotten away from me. Uh but um have you guys been reading or have you read at all uh, uh Paper Girls by Brian K. Vaughn? Has anyone?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I read the first volume. I dig it. I'm going to go back to it.
0: Yeah, I I I'm like 3 volumes into it. You can get it on Hoopla, so I've been I've been reading mm. it. I uh I've enjoyed that a lot. I um you know as we've already mentioned I'm an old guy and nostalgia has, what? I don't know what it is man lately no. like I didn't enjoy the 80s when I was in them but now I can't get enough of anything related to the 80s or that bring me oh. back to that time period um so I yeah I like I listen to bad 80s music that I hated like 18 year old me would punch you, me in the face you, if they caught me listening to the music that I listen to now. Do
2: you, do you have do you, do you have Netflix? I do have Netflix. Of course I have watch. Netflix. A, Who the what, fuck what, doesn't what, have Netflix? <laughs> yeah. Watch a ser- Watch a series called Red Oaks. You'll fucking love it.
0: Oh, I, I've watched. That's Amazon, not Netflix.
2: Yeah, dude. It's not, oh, it's on Amazon. Yeah, uh, that's is it Amazon? Amazon?
0: That's yeah. the golf. You, the uh, golf. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I blew oh, through it's that. Great. For sure. Did you like it? Oh yeah, I loved it.
2: Yeah, loved it. it was fantastic. I loved it. Anything like
0: sorry, that? Sorry, Any, anything '80s related? I just you know can't get enough, and especially like kids, teenagers during that time period, and anything sci-fi. So you're a big,
2: you're, you're a big Stranger fans?
0: Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean yeah. that's that's without the like aliens, you know, hopping dimensions and killing people. Other than that, that's pretty much my childhood. Like growing mm-hmm. up in the suburbs, riding you know BMX bikes with my friends, playing Dungeons and Dragons. And, uh, you know, doing stupid shit and, and, you know, trying not to get caught by our parents. That was pretty much my entire, you know, upbringing. Sure. So any of that stuff I absolutely love. And Paper Girls is is in that same vein, of course. It's, um, you know, the uh, Brian K. Vaughn adds, uh, you know, his own special sort of twist to it. Um, there's a couple of different twists in this series. but um, And it keeps kind of getting weirder and weirder as things go on as it progresses from one volume to the next, it you're never quite sure where it's going. You kinda think you have a handle on it. Uh it it almost seems <clears throat> cliche in the beginning. But he uh he does things he does enough weird stuff with it and, and changes stuff. But at the heart of it it's this group of kids, mo- all girls, who uh meet through shared paper routes, which is something that I don't even think exists any longer to, to Kids deliver papers anymore? I don't. I don't think. I haven't
2: seen a. I haven't seen a kid paper delivery in forever. Yeah, it's people throw them out of vans now. everyone's gotten so soft.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bunch of snowflakes, Tom. There's just a bunch of snowflakes out there now. Um, no, I just mean you know, the it's it's a different era. It's a different time, obviously, and and uh, it's. It's funny uh, to me somewhat that this stuff is so successful because uh, you just see a lot of it now. I mean, you know, we just mentioned two or three different shows that are all set in the '80s and kind of the same sort of. Did you? Uh, did anybody see um, the Bumblebee movie? The Transformers. I have not yet,
2: but I saw a, I, I saw some clips of it, and it looks awesome. Spoilers. It is, it is really
0: good. It's really good. It's really fun, and it is it is an homage, a love story to the eighties to like, um, yeah, it's, it's the, it's easily the best transformers movie in my opinion that they've made. Um, and uh i thought it was really good i th- i really enjoyed it but uh, but again it's like it's the 80, it's set in the 80s it's it's an 80s movie all over again uh, cobra kai the the resurgence of the karate game. <laughs> johnny lawrence i mean i just watched season
2: it's so 2 good. of good. yeah oh it's so good oh it's awesome it's so but
0: good. it's it's funny to me that this stuff you know uh there's so much of this stuff now out there and i'm just like go back to to when i was a kid like did that stuff exist for my parents? Were, like, they making movies or TV shows? I mean, granted, uh, you know, there wasn't as much being made. But I'm trying to think of, like, nostalgic stuff in the in the 70s. You know, were they bringing up stuff from the 50s? I guess there were, right? I mean, you had stuff. Maybe in a way. In a way, yeah. But it's just interesting that you see so much of it now. Yeah. Um, more than i think ever before but this is this is right in that vein and if you're if you like stranger things if you like that kind of thing one of the things with all of these uh shows and i think it's just um are all these stories these these kids whenever it involves kids the one thing that always sticks out to me is like how shitty most kids lives must have been like all these writers like they're Teenage years must have really sucked because every character is, like, tortured. <laughs> like, everyone they run into rape. is an asshole or trying to rape them or, you know, <laughs> kidnap them or just treat them like shit, you know, or call them names or, you know, whatever it is, it, there's just, like, constant harassment and bullying and, and, and torture of kids, uh, you know, during their teenage years. And I'm, I'm like, I don't, I didn't, I had a great childhood. Like, I didn't have any of that. I don't know where why were all the I think a lot of them
2: had good childhoods, (laughs) but you know, there needs to be drama. You know, they have to have conflict.
0: It's just kind of funny when you look at like, Jesus, every teenager like everyone they run into is terrible, horrible person, (laughs) horrible human being. (laughs) They have no one to rely on but themselves. They have no like parents are all alcoholics or just not home or you know. Everyone's
1: a disaster. They're all horrible.
0: (laughs) Pretty much. But um, it's a really good story. It's, the art is really good, um, uh, and you know it's Brian K. on, so it's it's very layered. That's the thing I think he does, um, you know, so well is just he just keeps layering stuff uh, throughout the story. And and he, you might read something in the in the first few pages that you don't understand, but by the fourth volume, it's like oh, it harkens back to it, or or stuff yeah. starts to make sense. And he, you know, he seems to have a great ability to. Um, he must have great outlines. Like he must really outline his. I I as
2: well. I, th- I coming in. You know, it's whenever you read page one, it's it's not it's not where he started. You know, th- right. there's a plan there. Yeah. And it, everything that I've ever read of his is that I think I you know and you know I I don't know if this is for sure but. I have a feeling that he is the kind of writer who has an end in mind when he starts a story and he works back from there.
0: Yeah. And I think there's, I, I agree with that. I absolutely agree with you on that because I think there's a couple of different types of writers and the other type is they just wing it and they start writing and they see where <laughs> yeah. the story takes them. And Be maybe like, they go
1: oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I hope this works. Oh shit. Oh
0: yeah.
2: shit. <laughs> and it <laughs> is,
0: it's interesting because I think, you know, both have its merits Uh, And it's just, you know, whatever somebody's process is, it's funny, like I, uh, I wrote a short story about a month ago, and it was, uh, it was just like an exercise. Um, It was about, um, it was based on this drawing, somebody had done a drawing on a website, and they're like, hey, write a story about this little girl. And it was, and so I just started writing the story, and I had no idea where it was going to go. And like, I knew, from the beginning, like, oh, fuck, I just wrote myself into a corner from yeah. like the first paragraph, now I have to figure it out. And so it was that kind of experiment of just like, okay, can I figure this out? Can I make this work by the end of it? And I did, and it was really, you know, kind of exciting to do it that way. But I've always been the, the other type where it's like, I want to have an outline. I want everything figured out. I want, you know, the complete story in my head at least before I even put down one word. And that's always been... Um, Almost a roadblock, you know what I mean? Because it's like uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to write anything until I know I have it all figured out. And I think you know, Va- Vaughn does it. Just he must do it extremely well.
2: Yeah, and, and I think he does. And that's you know, it's something. Um, you know, I don't live in Chicago anymore, and we used to to run across Brian Azzarello every great once in a while. Mm-hmm. And he he wrote a a comic with um, Eduardo Rizzo called Loveless which I really enjoyed the the beginning of Loveless. And I don't even remember where that series left off, but he described that series as having a poison pill that, that prevented them from finishing that series. And I've always wanted to ask him what that was because, you know, I look at, at like stuff like Brian K. Vaughn and I look at a series like Why the Last Man. And it's like you've had to have that ending in mind whenever you started that series, you know, 80 issues beforehand. And we're a series like Loveless where Azarillo, I mean, we know Azarillo is a really bright, talented writer that for him to say we put a poison pill in there by accident and it, and it ruined the story is basically kind of what he said. But and I so I've he, always,
0: Yeah, I think, well, even we've, we asked him about that. I think we, at one time, I don't know if we did it did, ever on Mike.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it it,
0: yeah. Just at a bar one night, I think we might've asked him about it. And he said with a hundred bullets that he had an idea. He had an idea of the end.
2: He knew how that was going to end before he put, you know, pencil to paper.
0: Well, I don't know if he had a complete, Ending, but he had an idea
2: how it was going to end. Yeah, where it was going to go. Right, yeah. which is still, in my opinion, maybe the best comic of the two thousands. It's a good one for sure. It's a good one. I,
0: I just think it's an interesting. It's an interesting. Um, you know, it's scary. I think it's really scary to sit there and just sit there. Oh, I'm going to write and not know where this is going and figure it out. I know, like uh, I've been yeah. reading a lot of. Um, Neil Gaiman and and I
2: bought a book. Really? From, yeah. Uh, really? More, more as, that uh, is hilarious to me. Because <laughs> I don't think of you as a Gaiman guy.
0: Well, it's more his um, his novels than his comic book. I mean, I was, I read yeah. Sandman to
2: some degree. but um, to, <laughs> to some degree, as in, quote, unquote, I read it until I got bored and then I left.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah, that's true. Um, and I still, I, I've, I've gone back and tried to read it, uh, multiple times. I've gotten further now than I ever have in the past, but, um, I, I really like American gods. I really like, you know, uh, the graveyard book, uh, Coraline and, um, I'm, I'm trying to read, uh, good omens because the show's coming out soon, but that's, he wrote that with Terry Pratchett and. I'm having a hard time with that one. I'm, I'm not getting through that, but I, I really love American Gods. I, 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 that's probably my favorite book of his. But I've also yeah. read a, a bunch of like essays, and um, it all kind of started with. Uh, uh, I signed up for that um, video. It's a video series called Masterclass. I don't know. If oh you, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. With different yeah. writers. With and, who? Oh, uh, with
2: Gaiman on with a masterclass.
0: One, well, he did a masterclass, and it's phenomenal. I mean, it's absolutely brilliant and it it's probably the best like um the most inspiring uh talks about writing that i've ever listened to it's it's that's awesome yeah it's terrific and so um i know he writes a lot that you know he he'll outline stuff but he kind of you know at this point he sort of has an idea for something and then he'll you know he'll figure it a lot out along the way but but he likes to have an outline as well, just not, it doesn't have to be super tight. And, and, um, he kind of, you know, he likes when things go askew a little bit so, and, and forces him to figure shit out and come up with stuff and make stuff and, and, you know, create. I, that's his job, right? So, um, yeah, no, I've become, I mean, uh, I, the, I don't know if, you, um, I've become a big Neil Gaiman fan. In fact, I, I tattooed a saying of his on my arm when I was in Austin. Um, and, yeah, that's how as people, people do. As people do, as people absolutely. Do. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it,
1: it says, please, Brian, don't get a tattoo of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too late.
0: Too late. Sorry, Neil. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Tom,
2: but Tom, 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 still, Tom still has my favorite tattoo of all time you think i still do i do yeah <laughs> did it rub off it...
1: <laughs> no, but no it's still there it's still there fucking no
2: fucking keith richards yeah i no. keep
1: i keep forgetting about it it's keith fucking richards, oh, keith richards. yeah keith
2: fucking my son's
1: richards. old enough now to ask like
2: <laughs> what does that say oh, yeah
1: of? whatever it is, it is the best you're gonna learn curse words somewhere right <laughs> There's nothing wrong with words.
2: There's well, worse things. I'm so, I'm so happy that you have children and you have to explain that tattoo to them.
0: Yeah, it's like, <laughs> well, <there's>, you know. <laughs> I had to bring everything back to the 70s and to a low level. Uh, <laughs> I was watching the um, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, with oh, my daughter. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, my
2: God. Death Leppard was fucking awesome. Yeah,
0: Def Leppard. But it was, um, <laughs> she wanted to watch it only because Harry Styles, who was, like uh, yeah. he was out okay. with with um uh, okay.
2: uh what's her name? So um, stop, stop. What? I'm a huge Harry a Styles huge, fan. I'm a huge Tom Petty fan. Oh, Tom Petty is my guy. Sure, Tom Petty is. He's dead. Yeah. You know? Like real, he's really important to me. Okay. And for someone like Harry Styles to come out on stage and say. You're going to step in for one of the greatest singer-songwriters of the last century and and not upstage the person who is being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And so you have to perform exceptionally well, but not too well. Good luck, kid. Um, I was fucking blown away. He was... Woke- was fan fucking tastic, and I never ever ever thought I would say that about Harry Styles.
0: Oh well, there you go. Well, I you know I will say I you know my my daughter's a big fan and and that's why she mm-hmm. wanted to watch it and I, I you know he's he's um he at least you know is a musician and writes songs and sings yeah and yeah that, you know so it's it, it, he, she could have worst taste in in uh
2: uh teen sort of music idols but anyway I, I i never thought i would be a run well, a one direction fan but for but for him to come out and do that you're, it, you're a one direction fan
0: well you and my my daughter no. my 17 year old daughter my 16 year old daughter have a lot in common apparently she's <laughs> she could uh she's looking at tickets to see harry Styles. anyway to go. i'm over, down-
1: downloading a harry styles album right now guys <laughs>
0: <laughs> well the story wasn't about harry styles but you tell crazy. me more about Harry Styles. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> it was great. Anyway, uh, the reason I was watching I was, it was just on. She wanted to see Harry Styles because she was playing uh, with Stevie Nicks. And so we're yeah. watching them play, and I'm you know, watching Stevie Nicks. and I've I my, my heart. I'm, yeah. And I turn to my daughter and go, hey, you want to hear a funny story about Stevie Nicks? And no, she's like, God. Sure. And I went on to explain that Stevie, you know, how Stevie Nicks had done so much cocaine in the <laughs> 70s that at some point she couldn't snort it any longer, so they had to she had to have people blow it up her ass with a straw. <laughs> that's <laughs> my daughter. I just didn't... Yeah. Quality time. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah,
1: you know. So I don't <laughs> Listen, honey. It's just something that's going to happen, all right? When you <laughs>
0: That's a true story. I did... Uh, well, I don't... Uh, that's a rumor. No, actually, I think Stevie Nicks <laughs> That's a true story, or maybe that's a rumor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is 100% a true story.
0: <laughs> it's a true story that I told my daughter, my daughter. the rumor <laughs> <laughs> that Stevie Nicks would snort cocaine up her ass. That's, uh, right. you know... I told you I was going to bring it down to a
2: base level. Thank you, Sal. And <laughs> on that note, I think that we should probably wrap up this episode. That's it?
0: That's all we got? You didn't even talk about any comics.
2: We'll save it for next week. Oh. Ne- next week. Oh, Spoilers. What? We're going to do two episodes in a month. Oh,
1: if people would have known that at the beginning, they would have enjoyed this podcast more. <laughs> <Much>
0: more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's no... Sp-
0: <laughs> well, the we'll twist ending. We'll spoil the next one. Yeah, there you go. There won't be a third episode
2: (laughs) this month. (laughs) Spoiler alert. That's right. We're coming to you twice a month now. Is it going to be
0: next week or two weeks? Are we being by monthly?
2: Spoilers. Spoilers. The next episode is going to be recorded right after this one.
0: (laughs) You're destroying the magic.
2: I know. If you don't like
1: that, if you don't like the energy... Right now, you're not going to like the next episode, because we're going to do it right away.
2: So, so spoilers, <laughs> um, the next episode is going to be about um, breaking the fourth wall, which oh, we're doing right now. I, I didn't yeah. prepare for that whatsoever. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah right. It's going to happen. All right, so this has, this episode of Around Comics is brought to you by no one. How much
0: need uh, have you had in preparation for Game of Thrones tonight, Chris?
2: <laughs> I need to calm down a little bit. Just a we're going to take a little break in between the next episode. I'm on a glass of water. <laughs> um, um, uh, yeah, so we're done?
0: Well, we got to finish. Yeah. We need to finish the episode. Yeah, yeah
2: I think so. Yeah, okay. Um, so this episode of Around Comics has been brought to you by no one. Um, okay. uh, we'll be uh, back in, what, two weeks? Sure. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime.
0: In between time
2: We'll be everywhere in
0: and around comics.
2: All right, very good.